everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is June 26, 2023. And uh, man, it's a little bit unusual of a day because we're doing this show right now at 3.05. I should be at Upper Deck. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Do they know where you're at? <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. And the reason I point that out is we're doing the show with the door open in the garage. The day is perfect. And that's why you need that pool from uh, Alan Taylor and Taylor Made Pools. You cannot ask for a better day, better weather. This is what we've been talking about for six months leading in. Yeah, it was a long tease. But look, Tailored Made Pools, man, standing by right now, ready to take your order to build the perfect pool in your backyard. Ask about available financing. Call Alan Taylor today, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. i tell you what, Dave, I have lived here a long, <clears throat> long time. I cannot tell you a more perfect afternoon uh, than what we have right now in, yeah. in Eastlake. We're way down. Well, not for you, you're home, but <laughs> I've been in Carlsbad today. I feel like Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere. <laughs> I was in uh, Carlsbad, PB, La Mesa, and down here. It's insane, right? Yeah. This is absolutely perfect. What they talk about with the Chamber of Commerce weather, everything that's going on. And yeah, you're right. Uh, Tailor made pool should be in your future if you don't already have one. That number. 619-449-4452, whether it's a brand new pool or that pool that you currently have that's just not up to par, maybe you need it resurfaced, you need uh, electrical work, give Alan and his gang a call, 619-449-4452. Also want to mention Kyle Fluger again, if you need help with your website right now, Kyle is given a brand new deal. Here's something that you want to pay this? attention to. This is really cool. Kyle now, as we told you, is brown channel on his own. Really proud of him. Jeff said it one of the first things we did when we talked about doing this show, how much you like people that are willing to take that gamble on themselves. Well, right now, his company, it's called Mithril Media. All right, it's M-I-T-H-R-I-L, okay? Mithril Media, and his business website is mithrilmedia.io. Right now, Kyle would like to offer you 10% off his services to new customers if you tell them Dave and Jeff sent you, okay? I'll give you the phone number as well for Kyle, 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Dave doesn't have a speech impediment. He might, but it's mithrilmedia. Is it io, Dave? Io. Io. And look, we'll just tell you this. He has done an unbelievable job for us, whether it was the Jake's Project website, the Dave and Jeff website. Uh, two things we're incredibly proud of, and, and uh, we'll kind of take you behind the curtain because you're a Patreon <laughs> subscriber. Look around. Don't tell anybody. Dave and I really didn't have a lot to do with it. What? <laughs> You're joking. We're not. That was a Flugs production. Uh, but our friend Katie Temple, our friend Julie Brownman, yeah. our friend Sean Walcheff, and so many others, uh, they paid attention to what we were saying. Nicole Eggert used them. Oh, yeah. That's another great one. Yep. And, uh, and you can as well. And like Dave mentioned, uh, Kyle put a link to his company's website on our website. Smart move. Yeah, who could blame him? So go to DaveAndJeffShow.com. Check that sponsor page for all of the guys that are the backbone of this show. And as Dave mentioned, if you let Kyle know you heard about it from our show, we'll give you a 10% discount uh, for first-time services for any new customers. Can't beat that. There you go. All right, so look, the big story today is it's Padre baseball. We love talking Padres, Man. but right now it's not even funny. Right, it's a point of frustration and anger. You said it all along. I try to stay back on this when you, I asked you, "Will it be a disappointing year if they do not win the World Series?" Complete shit. That's this team. <laughs> this team is I think complete. You're going that far, but yeah, uh, it's you're complete right. shit. And look, 
The guy that that absolutely needs to be run out of town tomorrow is A.J. Preller. A.J. Preller, all of you want to play basketball with him. You all want to tussle his hair. You all want to go to Olive Garden with him. You're all such a bunch of fucking kiss asses. (laughs) I've never seen anything worse. That guy took this team. I get it. He went for it. I admire that. But guess what? He ran it right into the fucking ground. And people talking about Bob Melvin being out. What the fuck Bob's supposed to do? Yeah, what's he supposed to do is right. Yeah, nothing. You give him shitty eggs, he's going to make a shitty omelet. That's it. And and why Preller continues to be untouchable, i tell you exactly what I do. I do a two-pronged move, and it immediately brings the Padres back onto the front page. Okay. Number one, I it. fire Preller. Preller is out immediately, and I immediately replace him with Theo Epstein. I immediately make that phone call to Theo and say, what's it going to take to get you in here as president of baseball operations, I am telling you. I don't think he takes the job. I am telling you he would take it. He, he would, would come back here. He graduated from USD. Dave, he put together, he's got young kids, and he could absolutely be the man here. And you should bring uh, Theo in here because the shit that you've seen about how Preller has run the medical staff, how he's run the scouting department, unbelievable stuff by Too Much Mortons on Twitter and Dave and I checked with people in the organization. They go, he fucking nailed it. Yep. He nailed it. A lot of time on Padres Twitter, it's opinion. You're not really sure what's what. Man, you go back and read that thread last week about the medical department and the Padres cutting corners and that Preller maybe has his heart in the right place, but he's not the guy to be president of baseball operations. And I'm telling you, Dave, it's a two-pronged move. He should be fired tonight if he hasn't been already. But I'm assuming if he had been, we would have seen it on SportsCenter. And you go and you hire Theo. And you hire Theo Epstein to come back. I know he cut his teeth with the Orioles, but this is really where it all started. And tell Theo, come back and save this fucking thing because it's a disaster. (laughs) All right. A couple things you touched on. So as far as you going after AJ, hats off to you, man, because, man, I've set up for a long time. Wrong guy. He's the wrong guy. He gets everybody excited and shit, and then he disappoints. Right, he's rebuilt this organization he three goes, times in Josh nine years. Stein goes, all of them. Uh, clear him out. Who are you going to miss? They, the, the international I mean, signings. I mean, what a fucking joke! Look, here's here's the one good move. Honestly, I could say it of everything they've done. One in nine years, the one good move. Yeah, is Ruben Niebla. I think Ruben yeah. Niebla is a great coach. Yeah, everyone else. And, and look, I, I like Bob Melvin, but you know so what? Do I. Right now, it's such a disaster, that fucking clubhouse, from everything we hear. Who knows what the fuck the deal is? And he right, a new GM might want to put a stamp on it. As far as Theo goes, I don't think Theo comes here. And no, here's I think the he reason. would. I don't, okay, this is what you'd have to offer him. Let's be reasonable. Go. Part ownership. Yeah. You'd have to, like, if you're Sidler, and you just got rid of one and Fowler. Yeah. You'd have to say, dude, I'm going to give you 49% of the team. Oh, no, it wouldn't have to be that. Well, because he's about to own the team by himself in Nashville. That's the whole deal. He's just holding out in those New York offices right now until he gets the Nashville team. Well... Yeah, I don't think you'd have to go that high. I think you can pay him money. Nashville's not done yet. Yeah, that sounds like the goal, though. It sounds like the, the finishing touch is that he wants to be the owner of that team in Nashville. I do think he would come here. I think he would come here because I think he's a legacy guy. I think he knows what he did with the Boston Red Sox. And I the think Cubs. That, no, I know. He's going to the fucking Hall of Fame. Okay, I think the Cubs is fine, but the Red Sox means a lot because he's a kid from that area. He grew up in that area. Yeah, the Cubs is cool, and of course. But the other thing is, I think for what he did here would mean a lot. He cut his teeth here. His What he did here with 
Kevin Towers, Lucino, Moores, and everybody else, I do think if he came back here. And the great thing would be Seidler would never miss a beat and say, AJ, hey, man, you went for it. But, I mean, Dave, you look at it, and it's so easy to look at different things that AJ has done that has pinned this team so far in a corner, whether it was the Bogart signing, which has been, to this point, a disaster. Only way to sum it up. So the trickle-down of that is then you had to move Kim, you you move Cronenworth, and that hasn't worked out. Uh, The Manny extension... The Manny extension to me is fascinating. I will preface this by saying I'm a huge Manny Machado fan. Yep. But this is what I absolutely love right now with Manny not being the player that we've grown accustomed to see. You have two different groups right now. Not saying they're the majority. It's probably 45-45, and then there's 10% like me that love Manny and, and hope he finds it, but we don't really have an explanation. There's 45% that will just be an apologist for Manny, no matter what. You're right. I heard it today. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not sure that wrist is right. Maybe he has plantar fasciitis. Maybe bad back. Bad back. Maybe he's got a hemorrhoid. God damn, I tell you, that's not the Manny I've grown accustomed to watching. And then the other are like, well, look at this fat fuck. <laughs> look at this lazy sack of shit doing exactly what we knew he'd do when he got here. And I got to tell you, I'm in that 10% because I'm a Manny fan. You are. But I I love uh, I love WWE. I love the UFC. And I love that battle between the people that are like, oh, my gosh. Because every excuse they can find, you know, could be noisy. Maybe he didn't know that house he built in Coronado was right in the, <laughs> the flight path of N- North Island. <laughs> and, man, it's 4th of July. The band's playing late. He's not getting enough sleep. And then the other ones, this lazy fuck. This lazy sack of shit. Look yeah. at him. Uh, so I hope for Manny uh, that he finds it and gets it rolling. But, I mean, you're looking at this team, man, and it's just over and over and over again, right? You got to watch Grisham. You got to watch Nola. It's ridiculous. Man, my man, the Sanchez, he's in there grinding. He's <laughs> trying, baby. He's trying. But he's a fucking Sanchez. He's Carpenter. 205. You're going to be hitting 205 if you don't shut up. I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> Carpenter and, and uh, uh, whatchamacallit, I'm mind blanking. No, Nellie Cruz. No door. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, fucking what, guys. But guys taking up space. Yeah. Could have gone well, a bunch I, of different directions. I tell you what, at least the door has had a couple of situations where you go, the kid made a difference. Tell me one game where Matt Carpenter made a difference. None! But dude, you could have had Schwarber for ten million dollars a few years ago, but right. fucking a, he can't play. Uh, there's <laughs> I mean, not been fine. there's not been one time. Could have had Justin Turner as your DH. Didn't right. want to do that either. Right. Uh, Matt Carpenter's made no impact on this team. He's in the way. He's in the way. Nelly Cruz is in the way. Right. Yep. And and it sucks. And it was all put together by pretty boy AJ Preller. I'd yeah. fire him and I'd hire Theo. So it's it's really bad. Okay, right now it's it's I mean it's straight out. It's not a good situation for what the Padres thought was going to happen. For the fans, it's not good. I mean, it's amazing. They keep selling out. They have like thirty sellouts this year. They're expected to be over fifty. Yeah, I mean fifty-four. It, I heard. And I'm not. I, I used to say before when you and I were on the radio, don't go to the games until they give you something to cheer for. There is something to cheer for. Oh yeah, so for I'm not, sure. I'm definitely not one of those guys saying, "Hey, stop going." Okay, I'm going to ask you this, and I'm not joking around at all. I'm just going to ask you mindset. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. The team stinks at home, right? They're, yeah. not, they're not a good team at home. Do you think these guys, when it's a sellout and it's over 40,000 people there and they're going, it's a sellout here, I'm going to be the star. Do they try too hard at home? Is that weird? It's so weird. Like you don't bat within. What yeah. I mean is your mindset's, I'm going to put it over the fence instead of uh, hitting the right side. I heard somebody today, whether it was Darren's show or or maybe Ello's show, but somebody, I heard driving around, this might have been Ben and Woods, it could have been anybody, and I'd give credit where yeah. I heard it. I just heard different opinions today. But it was somebody saying, talking about, <laughs> well, we do the show at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you deal with the recycling guys. Um, you know, Dave, they, they talked about it. And Did they, they really? They, they brought up the same topic? Just talking about the element of team. Okay. And, and having different guys that play different roles in yeah. the construction. And look, it's pretty easy for me because I don't have a whole lot of teams that have claimed world championships. Yeah. So I look at a baseball team that I love, the Minnesota Twins. And when they won it, I mean, they won in 87. They won the World Series with two starting pitchers. Yeah. Frank Viola and Burt Blylevin, who was about 70 years old at that time. Thank God they had the shitty Tigers <laughs> and the shittier Blue Jays in front of them. And those punks from St. Louis, big babies. Uh, but they had guys on those teams like Steve Lombardozzi yeah. and, and Tim Laudner and other guys that could play, Yeah, but they weren't in today's game. They weren't eight, nine, $10 million players. They were guys that just came in and exactly. did their job, played solid defense and made hits yeah. when different guys didn't. Same thing in 91. In 91, Chili Davis was on that team. You had the consistency though in, in Kent Herbeck, Gary Gaetti, uh, Kirby Puckett, right? A few yeah. guys like that. You had legit studs at the top, like Frank Morris. Viola was a Cy Young Award winner. Frank, uh, Jack, Frank, Jack, Morris. Jack, yeah, Frank, Frank Morris, Morris escaped from Alcatraz. Yeah, I, I combined uh, Morris and Viola. Jack Morris yeah. was a stud. A stud in the bullpen and Rec Aguilera and Jeff Reardon. I mean, yeah. you had those. And then the other teams I look at, what I really compare this team to are my two favorite uh, L.A. Kings teams that won the Stanley Cup. Because if you go back and look at those teams, yeah, they had a few guys that were stars. Maybe it was a Drew Doughty, a Jonathan Quick, Jeff Carter. But, man, you had a guy named Justin Williams and Alec Martinez that just stepped up and made big plays yeah. and weren't guys that would be eight, $9 million players in the NHL but knew their role, blended in chemistry guys. And I think, Dave, you're right. I, I it, This team... I don't know. I'm not around it. I'm not either. But but it's the old and and I'm not kicking you. But remember, they used to say this about Dodger teams and and Mets teams and yeah. other teams that were high profile, high personality. Twenty five guys, twenty five caps. Yeah. And and this team has a little bit of that vibe. But I don't know who's to blame for it. And and AJ is painting them in such a corner. You don't have the ability to move anybody out other than Hater and Snell. And Snell, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that that's about it, because nobody's taken that Cronenworth deal. No, no one's taken Cronenworth, you're right. And then, again, no one's taken Sanders' deal. It's no. A, it's not an 11-year contract. Right. I mean, holy fuck. And, it, boy, he looks old right now. Yeah, Darvish. Yeah. No, nobody's it's taken da- that. No, the Darvish deal's a bad one. Takes him to about age 43. Yeah. Darvish has not played well this year, right? I mean, you look at the starting pitchers. Yeah. Walk has been outstanding. You know Musgrove's going to continue to get better. But and shoulder fatigue. Great. And yeah. with that team, yeah. what's that mean? Exactly uh, one right. one start? Dude, I don't take that fucking medical team for anything. Bunch of fucking jokers. 
bunch of fucking overmatched joke. I wouldn't send my fucking pet hamster to see those fuckheads. What a bunch of jerk-offs. So here you are. You're looking at this team right now, and people go, well, how far out are you, and when do you have to make a decision? Way far out. So there's six and a half out of the wild card. Good God. Okay. <laughs> so you go, man, that's, that, that's frustrating, right? As far as, you know, the Marlins right now are the top team, Giants, Dodgers, Brewers there, and you're, you're behind the Phillies and Cubs. Look, there, there's room to move up. They just haven't shown you any signs that they're going to make that move. Good news is this week you face Pittsburgh, which is shit. Pittsburgh's what lost like <laughs> twenty is in no a row. Good news. Bad news is you face the Reds at the end of the week, who are red hot. There, there is no good news. The good news that I heard last week was that the Nationals were yeah, coming. That was in town. good news. Gonna sweep them. And then you got that fuckhead Gavin, who goes yesterday and he's bragging because he bought a suite. Yeah. And I told him the baseball gods don't like when you flaunt your wealth. Exactly right. Hot shot. And he got need right in his little nuts. <laughs> And so did all of us. If you're mad at anybody, maybe you're mad at Gavin. Yeah. He committed uh, cardinal sin number one. Don't flaunt your wealth. I will say the Padres are undefeated every game I've gone to this year. And the, well, Dodgers, have lo- and the Dodgers have lost every game I've gone to. Uh, go to more of those, too. Honestly, it's not. You'd have to have some consistency in the sense that yeah right now we're in a we're in a bit of a, a lull yeah but if you look back at at april if you look back at at the first 10 days of may like we've seen it right because you could do that last year you could go back and you could look at different times when they played like the team we thought they were there was a moon one fucking stretch this year so for anybody holding out hope i appreciate your loyalty but i think you're blind as a fucking bat this team is shit. It is shit. They haven't swept an opponent the whole year. It's amazing. It's June 26th. Haven't swept anybody. Doesn't make any sense at all. Hey, I tell you, they're out there playing hard. Can you hear that fucking dirty? show today? Getting their pants dirty? Hey, I, I heard him today. It's my favorite show. I'm not joking. I it's can't so believe good. I'm saying it. It is my favorite show in San Diego. So yesterday I went out 214. No, my wife and I had see This was on the radio today. <laughs> I had seats five and six. Now, if I was to get those seats again, I'd probably move to the aisle. Okay. If I'm the sponsor, like Corky's or anything, I'm like, what? What are we doing here? But I was enthralled. I'd be like, yeah, you're a big guy. Yeah, you're the size of Herman Munster, for Christ's sake. Stretch your legs. Keep talking, coach. Take us through the whole goddamn... I'd rather coach take a section by section of Petco Park, even though we've all probably sat in every section. I want him to treat it like it's fucking Ebbets Field. Like none of us have ever had the chance like to be there. 2004? Yeah. And just take us there and tell us what he sees, the sights, the sound. Ah, oh, this is great. I'm like, I fucking sat in 214 80 times. The stadium's in their 20th season. Why are you asshole? talking to me like I'm stupid? <laughs> Peco Park's in the 20th season, and this fucking guy is sitting there telling us everything about his. I swear to God, about a minute in, I'm like, this fucking guy, it feels like he's sitting in my car describing my car to me. Well, it's a Sonata hybrid. It's white. It's a four door. Uh, Seatbelts work really well. It's a push start. Yeah, I know. I drive it every fucking day, sometimes twice a day. You know, section 214, that's a heck of a view. You don't say. Jesus Christ. You don't say, doctor. Yeah. Is that right, doctor? But I was enthralled. I loved it. I was like, yeah. John, get to the aisle. 
And maybe I'd move up a few rows. Fuck yeah. For everything you've been through. Goddamn, what a championship with the soccers for whatever the fuck you did there. Move up. Can somebody give Coach Sheets one or two? The guy had a heart attack, for Christ's sake. Heart attack? He's a, he's a big kid. Did you hear that shit? I did hear it. Too. And then what was the other thing? He went right into something after that. Oh, my God. Because I called you. I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? It's so good. I loved it. I did. I flipped on when he was playing a game. I think it was Stump the Coach and... What the hell are we doing here? He drops on his own show. What are we doing here? It's your show. What are you talking about? It's his show. I love Coach, man. My guy. My guy. But yeah, he did, he did 10 minutes on, on moving around where he'd go. Oh, my God, dude. It was, was so all good. bummed out. It was so fucking funny, man. It's so funny. All right, I'm going to ask you to play GM right now. Yeah. Who Would you trade Hater and would you trade Snell, and when would you trade those guys? Uh, I wouldn't move them yet. Wouldn't move them yet. Wait uh, till the last couple of days of the deadline. Yeah, yeah. Get the most for them. See where. And people are. are saying, "Oh, you aren't going to get anything for those guys." Oh, you will. Soon be, yes, you will. Yeah, you will. Look, man. What at the same time? What did the the Dodgers give up yeah. for Scherzer for a rental? Yeah, they gave up a shitload. Yeah, they gave a starting catcher away and a starting pitcher. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'm looking at teams. I just looked at a team the other day. Somebody. Teams that are in contention, yeah. and you can look at those teams, and not everybody has. A, I mean, haters the guy. Yeah, there'll be a, there'll be a market for a hater, and I think there'd be a market for Snell too. All right, yeah. so so it's funny. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at like if okay, if, what will the Padres do? What would the Dodgers do? What would the yeah. Giants do? I don't know if, what the Giants do. I think the Giants honestly are happy with what they have. They talk about team chemistry. The Giants yeah. aren't a team filled with a bunch of stars, but they keep winning games. Diamondbacks, man, they keep winning games. You know, doing yeah. their thing. I'm going to throw a name at you. You tell me if you think it's possible for L.A. Okay. Luis Robert, center fielder for the White Sox. If the Dodgers gave up the number one catcher in baseball and a couple of what, those What pitchers, if we give you Grisham for that guy? See, that's the thing. is Everyone drops trade Grisham. Nobody like wants Grisham. Why like would anybody want him? Mantle. Yeah, why? why? What's wrong with you guys? Why would anyone else want him? Uh, uh, gold glove. Yeah, okay. Gold Fine. glove. But at the same time, you're like. Can you imagine like buying I'm, a jersey of that fucking guy? All right, here, I'm throwing throw this at you. Be, and you tell, me. tell me to shut the fuck up if I'm wrong. I will. Dodgers offer uh, the top catcher, James Outman and Michael Grove, one of their top young pitchers who's been pitching at the major league level for Luis Robert. The White Sox, would you do it? I don't know from the White Sox what they're See, they, they're, they're looking, looking to trade for. guys, but I don't think they're looking to trade him. No. Yeah, uh, and they're looking to trade like Lance Lynn with the ERA yeah. six and a half. Yeah. Uh, and Liam Hendricks just got hurt. You know what I mean? Fuck, that sucks, man. So yeah, you're you're looking at guys like like that. Like all these teams are going to be making making moves. all of a sudden, there are a lot of teams that still think they're in it. All right, so mm. here you go, New York Mets. I'll play the game with you. Oh yeah, Mets are worse than the fucking pots. Oh yeah, <laughs> Buck Showalter could be out any day. Yeah, any day. Good. Okay. And Good. Look, Fuck let, him. Let me tell you, their GM has screwed that thing up too. Oh, Billy Upler, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is, really? He is. Angel fans are like shocked. Verlander, Scherzer combined eighty six million yeah. a year. They suck. Terrible. Okay, here you go. If you're the Mets and they have young guys that are coming up, if you're the Dodgers, would you pull a move for Francisco Lindor? Yeah, Lindor, it's weird because Lindor's home run and RBI numbers are still there. Yeah. But average-wise, he can't hit for shit. Yeah. But how much is left on that deal? A lot. There's a lot left on the deal. The and one I saw today was the Dodgers could probably get uh, Verlander out of there pretty easily. Oh, God dang it, dude. That's That'd be interesting. I don't know, man. If I was the Dodgers, I'd even make that move. You know, he, okay, so... Let's play the game again. I want to go back to Snell real quick. Because right okay. now, he, he is, my opinion, he's the best pitcher in baseball. Dude, I mean, he's, he's going to get pitcher of the month. He's insane this this month. 
He doesn't know the season starts in fucking April, but at right. the same time, he's really good. So you aren't trading with the Dodgers, obviously. Mm-mm. So he becomes a free agent. Mm-hmm. How much would you offer him if you're if he's on the market? Dude, I, oh, man. I mean, what does he get from teams like the Mets, like the Dodgers, like yeah. the Angels, like the Mariners? Yeah. All the talk was he was going back to Seattle forever. But like, yeah. is he is he a thirty million dollar pitcher now? No, fuck no. Can you imagine? I can. I, That's I, what I'm saying. I could see him getting thirty million a year. I let him go. It's always man. a weird number now. Yeah. Like, why do they do the math where Jeff and I can figure it out? Yeah. Give him give him 150 for five years. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> it always comes seven out to, years. Yeah, it's like thirty three point six million. Yeah. You assholes. <laughs> two hundred and and sixty four. What? Seven doesn't go into twenty six. I went to San Diego, yeah. okay? Dude, why do they do this to us? Yeah, all, they ain't going to fucking yell. We all got to pull our phones out because we're all yeah. idiots. They do it to every DM, every signings like this now. Good golly, Miss Molly. Let's Please, go. make it simple. Make it simple. I would not, dude. He's maybe one of the most frustrating guys that's ever come through here. Yeah, he For is. For me, like, and no, he, he'd be adios amigo. Okay, so if you're the pods, I'm going to give you a player. Tell me if you want him. This okay. is where I think he honestly ends up. Do you think uh, Julio Urias ends up with the uh, Padres? Oh, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, because, okay, so here you go. You got a guy that's... Because you're not going to get Otani. No, he's in it. You, you will not get Otani, I don't think. And the story is coming out that... He'll be in on Otani. Yeah, I think I they'll agree. be in on him, but they'll, I think he's going the to the Dodgers. Up. But Otani has... has Rumors are now... Funny thing about Otani is this. You never know who Otani's dating. You don't know where Otani lives. You don't know right. anything about Otani. He does a really good job keeping things quiet. But you're hearing stories now that Southern California, that he enjoys it. Yeah, for sure. So that leads you to Padres, Angels, Dodgers. Mm-hmm. One of those teams. Angels will make the playoffs, dude. He can't be dumb enough to resign with them. Um, oh, so so my point is, Urias, Mexico, left-handed pitcher, yeah. younger than Snell. Why wouldn't he be the guy? Yeah, I would do that. I'd say, I think he's a Padre next year. Yeah, I would do that. I'd go after him. He's, yeah. And played him big games, man. I, I think that would be a hell of a move. I know Dodger fans would hate to lose him, but I think if I'm move the Padres, I would chase Tampa. him. Move, move him. They just won't pay for it. Yeah. They won't pay. No, but, but I'm saying oh, at, at the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny is again, he always talks Seattle. Like not very often you hear guys. It'd be like you talk to France back twins all the time. Jesus, you know what I mean? I'd go back there. Be miserable. <laughs> just, two. It no. just sounds weird that, yeah. that you're a member of a team, but you mm-hmm. in the off season, you're always mentioning Seattle all the time. Yeah, I would. I would move him. Yeah. No problem at all. Uh, and I, and what him. about what about Hater? Hater, I'd move too. I would too. Yeah, Hater's going to get big money. And honestly, Dave, I'd take my chances on Nick Martinez in that role. I really do. I like Martinez. Did I think it's Suarez to be the guy? Was that the point? Yeah. And I mean, he... What about Steven Wilson? Oh, dude, another guy. Yeah. There you go. There's another guy. But I'd probably give it to Martinez, move Wilson into that eighth inning role. And then... uh, But Suarez is still hurt, right? They said he's starting to throw this week. Outstanding. Yeah. How fun is that? Yeah, Pomerantz is like, know. good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck God damn. Um, yeah, I, I would I would do that. Is I love Hater. Yeah. But, I mean, you're not going to give him the money that he's going to get on the market. Is this the most frustrated you've been as a Padre fan? Yeah, Matt Coyle emailed me today and said, uh, where's this running? Number one. Has to be. Number one. I mean, because anything short of winning the World Series was a failure. I just look if you're getting beaten games and you're and you're in them yeah. and you're grinding, 
and you get beat four to three in great games, and every night you're just like, eventually the ball is going to come back. God, they they're just horseshit. They That's are. one of the worst teams that I remember coming through here, and I feel terrible for Pete Seidler, but I mean for Bob to go or or one of the assistant right yeah. coaches, it's going to make no difference at all. Who are you going to bring in here? Sensei Tingler? <laughs> See if he's back? I mean, who? Look, so, you bring in the sensei? So going in, looking ahead. Okay. Uh, first of all, at what point, everyone's really upset with AJ today, okay, in San Diego. Finally, people mm-hmm. are getting off of uh, blowing AJ. So you're sitting there and they're going, all right, I'm pissed at AJ. It's his fault. This is the reason we are what we are. At what point do you blame Seidler for saying, dude, just pull the trigger? Anyone else would have fired this guy a long time ago? Uh, this year. Yeah, right? You got to go, year. Pete, dude, you, you kidding me? I understand yeah. there's three years left on his contract or four years left on his contract. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, it's this year. As long as he's yeah. here, he's proven nothing. He's proven nothing in your drafts. He's Correct. proven nothing in player development. He's proven nothing. Uh, free agent signings. Yeah, I mean. Dude, the, the Xander yeah. deal, I was thinking about it a lot today. Did they pull the Xander move because they failed on a Trey Turner, that they felt like they had to bring someone in? To me, the feeling was... I always thought Xander was signed as a cushion for Manny because if Manny opted out, then you, then you had Xander ready to step in. Yeah. But I don't sign Xander unless I know Manny's gone, like Manny's gone and I make it. I mean, that, that move made absolutely no sense at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, none. How crazy is it that you make a lineup out every single day, knowing the guy you put at shortstops, not even your best shortstop. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I like, I mean, Kim's a better shortstop. Yeah, he is. Um, the team defensively would be better. No joke. And it's a good, not a bad defensive team, but it would be better. Kim at short, Cronenworth at second, Xander at first. Yeah. It would be a better defensive team. Yeah, I would like that. Um, but, man, they're they're hard to watch. They're just – and then Gore comes out, strikes out the first six. Fuck. I mean, it is what it is, and, and I'm not crying about Gore. I had no problem with him going – but it's just telling of what the team's going through yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Losing causes a million problems. It's yes. just what it is. Yes. If the team was winning, you wouldn't be hearing about frustration in the clubhouse. You wouldn't be hearing stories about, to guys, you can trade me now. You know, guys yeah. saying they're out of position. You wouldn't be hearing any of that shit. But the right. team is losing. I'll be honest with you. I watch every game like you do. Yeah. I can't figure out how this team has this record. It makes zero sense to me when I go. and it, Because, look, I watch... These are the games I watch every day. I watch Padres every day. I watch Dodgers every day. I watch Angels every day. And I watch Giants every day. Yeah. And when I look at the Giants and I go, they don't beat themselves. They don't have a shitload of stars, like superstars. I look at the Angels and they do have a bunch of fucking stars. I mean, the Angel, yeah. that stat this weekend about the Angels outscoring the Rockies like by 24 runs yeah. and still lost two or three yeah. is insane. And then I look at the the Dodgers who have 12 pitchers on the IL. The Dodgers shouldn't be where they no. are. But they score runs with two outs. That's what they, they do a lot of. The Padres, I cannot figure out why the fuck they're this bad. And how did, why would we expect it to change? Dude, uh, I, think, I think Ben said it today, and it, or Steve, credit to whoever said, dude, this was the one that, that woke you up and you were like, holy shit. Yeah. They said they have to go from here to the end. 20 games... Over 500 was what they said this morning to get to 89 wins. Wow. Wow. That's what, and I was like, oh my God, 89 wins. We thought this team was a hundred win team. That means you have to win like 20 series. Uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much <laughs> pretty good over there. Look well, at you. I mean, what the hell dude? Yeah. 
They, when you lose series to the Royals and the Nationals, it doesn't give any hope that's well, going to switch around. Yeah, there is nothing. Fuck, so, man. You sound, yeah. You sound like uh, Apollo Creed. There is no tomorrow. Yeah. Jesus, man. It's probably do all day. Just hopes that Sidler doesn't knock on his door. Yeah. Pulling Ernie Martinez. Yeah. Got a second? Sits in there eating rice and beans. <laughs> do you think, do you think, um, you think um, Sidler walks in? There's like little bowl of food that he brought from home and sits yeah. in the chair across from him. Yeah. Little bowl of grapes. <laughs> oh, what do you think? Oh, uh, we're, we're not good. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, I tell you what. Do if you I, think Preller's a finger pointer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah. I know, man. He, he does not have, he does not have the best reputation in that building. <laughs> He does it. People say he's a little snake. In the if you're Sidler, would you bring in some of the guys that are that are there? Right? They have. What I mean is, not, I'm not talking to take over, but get their opinion. Like you have guys in that organization that managed in the last few years. You have yeah. you have Matt Williams. You yeah. have Schilt. You have yeah. Price. You have guys who are managers and scope. Dude, what do you guys see? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know, you got to figure that's being done every you hope, day. You hope, unless everybody's afraid of Preller. No, I think Bob. I think Bob's doing that. Yeah. See, I don't think Bob's afraid of shit. No, fuck no. Yeah. No, not at all. I don't think but, Bob's afraid of anything. Bob's just shaking his head, going, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Me I mean, last of, like week you said it right at the very beginning of the show, you got me a bunch of shit. Yeah. Last week, I was like, you know, it's Bob that has to go. I think it's AJ that has yeah. to go. It really is. Because I, I don't think Dave. I don't think who you're bringing in here is going to change anything. Yeah. But I, you got to just get fresh eyes. Right? Does the message get old when you're losing? Is that oh, why you would, yeah. you would think about getting rid of Bob? Well, yeah, but I mean, Bob's been there two years. Yeah, half he these signed guys, a three-year contract. Yeah, half these. Yeah, so half these guys have played for him for twelve months. Well, ah, oh, this fucking guy again. What? Got here. <laughs> um, but I mean, look, who who have we had? Andy Green. Yeah. Punching Pat Murphy. Yeah. Chase Tingler. Like, if it was any of those three dummies, we'd be like, get him out of here. Get Punching Pat out of here. We don't want Punching Pat in the first place. That was a right. disaster. Uh, out of all his hires, that was the worst one. Yeah. Yeah, terrible. Tingler wasn't very good. No. No one ever heard of him. No. Actually, all three were yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> they were Andy shit. was shit too. They were all shit. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Unbelievable. Hey, I want to mention Fabian and Miguel. Again, they've written more than 20,000 bonds, so you know you're in good hands. Look, if you find yourself in trouble, we hope you don't. More than likely, you're going to know someone that's going to need this number if you don't need it yourself. I hope it's not you, but man, if a friend asks you to, hey, you got to get me out of jail 24 7, anytime jail assistance, right there called Bright Bail Bonds. Again, that number is 888 Six six nine zero two nine five. So yesterday, uh, I told you my friend Joe Carlo is in town yeah. from Toronto. Yeah. Yesterday we're Does she like San Diego, dude. She's loving it. Cool. I'll give you the recap. I didn't do because you got in my head like the asshole you are. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you what we've actually done. And uh, but yesterday we're over at Grossmont Center. Yeah. Because she's staying at San Diego State, so she goes, "Hey, I got to run, grab a couple of things. We go and run into my son." Who's also at Grossmont Center? I said, "Hey, what's going on?" He goes, "Dad, we've been here a lot of times. I just saw the coolest thing I've ever seen at this mall." 
I go, what's that? He goes, I just saw a citizen's arrest. Really? Outside of Barnes and Noble. Never seen a citizen's arrest. I haven't either. So I said, what happened? And he said, man, there was a, a guy and a girl that had apparently started the trouble. Yeah. Two guys are kind of keeping them restrained. And my son said, somebody else tried to stick their nose in it. And the guy who had him said, hey, why don't you back off? This is a citizen's arrest. We got it. And the first thing I said was, if you're citizen arrested, do you need bright bail bonds? <laughs> yeah, I guess you, you probably would, right? Because yes. any local jail or the back of this guy's van. Yes. I don't know. I mean, if anybody could get you out of there, it's going to be Miguel and Fabian. Their number is 888-669-0295. Brightbailbonds.com is the website. But man, oh man, how many different times... Maybe this weekend you were downtown. Yeah. What's your feeling when you drive by and probably see it down here, downtown, when you're out and about, when you drive by and you see somebody cuffed up and they're being put in the back of that car? Is there a part of you that's like, yeah, enjoy your night, dickless? <laughs> or, or, do you, or do you look at him and you go, man, that's kind of a drive. No, I just go, I wonder what they did. That's always what's yeah. in my head. I wonder yeah. what they did. Looks like you fought the law and the law yeah, won. Exactly. Well, while you're waiting for everything to be sorted out, the one thing you want to do is get out of that jail as quickly as you can. Bail is your right to get out of jail using the bail bond, and Bright Bail Bonds are our guys. They should be your guys as well. Put this number in your phone for Fabian and Miguel. It's 888-669-0295. All right, we're approaching the summer buying home season. Trust me, it's going to get crazy. Interest rates are going to come down, which will drive up the demand, the, the demand hence uh, home prices. Don't forget, Brian Curry and Dan Williams are now working together. Now, look, Dan says get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many other potential buyers did in 2020. Call Dan Williams today, 858 858- 688-6813-858-688-6813 can be a little bit confusing i saw the movie i think it was the house with will ferrell last night before i went to sleep you ever see this movie with no. amy poehler and him no there's one funny line they're looking for money they go to the bank and they said hey what do we have to send our daughter to college yeah and they said you don't have anything and he goes what are you talking about it says i have four hundred and one thousand dollars right here no it <laughs> says you have a 401k <laughs> uh I wonder how many of you go through it. Davey, I have family that lives in Nashville. Yeah. Like I said, having a friend in town from Toronto. And uh, she's been here since Thursday. So we've been a bunch of different places. And the two things I've heard the most are, yeah, no no chance I'd ever practice medicine in San Diego. Or uh, not San Diego, just California. Too many different loopholes. I'm like, oh, okay. And then the next thing I hear, ooh, oh, I could live here. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Did you remember what we just talked about a yeah. minute ago? Oh, I like this right here. Like this house right here. Yeah. We were on C Street in Coronado. Oh, nice. I was like, yeah, it's not a bad neighborhood if you want to go, yeah. but you got to have your finances in line. Thankfully, she does. But if you don't, you do want to give Dan a call at 858-688-6813 because the summer home buying season, as Dave said, is here and the one thing that happens in summer, like my friend Joe Carlo, people come to visit and then people say, yeah, we were walking last night. She goes, you know, it's crazy here. There's no bugs. Yeah. Where are the bugs? And I said, Toronto. <laughs> we fucking packed them up. I'm the fuck out of here. So uh, the one thing you do need to do, though, is be pre-qualified, be ready to go. 
uh, so that if it's a bidding war, you're going to have the head start. Give Dan a call, 858-688-6813. There you go. Brian Curry, again, is the guy working with Dan. Brian, uh, Brian can help you find the perfect home in San Diego. Austin, if you're looking to sell your home, he can get you the most for it. Only one person to call when it comes to real estate. It's the most important deal you have. It's Brian Curry, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. It's really fun when you have uh, friends that come to visit, and I have spent... More time in the last five days in the college area yeah. than I've probably spent in the last 25 years. And it's pretty funny because everything is going on right on campus. Dave, you kind of tucked down uh, right off of Montezuma. And I know it's a lot of off campus, but man, that is a great little neighborhood. You're insanely close to everything. Yeah. Very safe, right? Yep. And, and That's where I lived when I moved here. Right down there? Yep. Right off of Montezuma? Right off of Montezuma. Yeah, and the crazy thing that, I mean, for us now, right, when you go, whether it's La Mesa, they're building new houses on University in La Mesa, and everything is 500 square feet and four bedrooms. And you're like, well, I'm not sure how we're going to fit four bedrooms in 500 square feet. They're like, just take our word. It's going to feel great. (laughs) Uh, One of the bedrooms is going to connect. You're going to have to open the door to get your legs through it, but you'll be fine. And then you drop down, and all of a sudden... Like there's these insane four bedroom, three yeah. bedroom homes that were probably built in the sixties or seventies, and that could be the right house for you. Find out what's on the market by giving our pal Brian Curry a call. The number is six one nine two five one one five eight eight. Like we said, all of the websites, whether it's Bright Bail Bonds, whether it's Kyle, whether it's Dan Williams, Alan Taylor, or of course Brian Curry. On our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We have four of them for you. It's June 26th as we do the show on June 26th. Okay. First one's Derek Jeter. Dude, I should know this one. I'll say Derek Jeter today is, I'll say he's 43. 49. No way. Really? Yeah. Dude, I would not have guessed that. I'm going to say $800 million. So really that much? Two hundred and twenty million dollars. It says, dude, I, he sold out on the on, on the, the Mar- baseball on team. the Marlins. It says yeah. two twenty. I don't know what, what I got. I found out today. Nicole Eggert used to date him. Well, yeah, because we. Shit. I put the story up. Last Thursday was the anniversary of uh, when Dave and I got fired at Free FM. <laughs> yeah, June twenty second. It's my favorite story because I run into Dave in the parking lot, and he's dressed in a Jeter jersey and hat now we'd known for about two weeks that this was the day we thought we were getting fired yeah so i said to him the hell is this (laughs) and uh i'll never remember dave was so mad what are you an idiot our boss god you were so mad that you had to explain this to me like as a first guy i thought i was a genius as i was putting this on yeah our boss loves the yankees he's not gonna follow jeter just keep your mouth shut and follow me yes his office looked like monument park yeah so I followed Dave right into the meeting where we got fired. I just remember just staring at you while the boss is like, you know, guys, I tried everything and I'm just staring at you. Dave has this blank look on her face. How many times did we get fired? We just laughed in the meeting because there was some stupid shit true. that was said. We had to be the easiest guys ever to get fired. Ever, because we, we're so bored by yeah. them. We're just laughing. Like, what are you, dumb? <laughs> Follow me. Oh, okay. Guys. End of the road. Oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> Dave didn't think that would happen. And then, uh, so I posted that story, and then Nicole wrote my favorite thing that she's written. She goes, I got to bring that up. I fired Jeter, too. <laughs> yeah. I go, God damn, I love you. 
Oh my god! Did dude. she tell the story? No, she uh, she said she was going to say it this week. Oh my okay. god, dude! It, it was unbelievable. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, it did not work at all. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That and I used to try and always drop the Jew connection. Never worked. Either. Has never worked once. Never worked. Once. Never worked once. <laughs> no. uh, by the way, I met Team Israel at the World Lacrosse Championship. I will tell you. Yeah. I've met Uganda, Italy, Puerto Rico, of course Jamaica, and a couple others. Team Israel out of the gate was by far the most arrogant. Really? Until I told them your story, and then they were great. <laughs> and then they changed everything. So they came out of the gate a little bit, yeah. but then I told them, and they're like, tell them to get out of here. And I think they're playing pretty well. Oh, that's so, cool. So, yeah, out of the gate, they had a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Wow. Uh, but then they but then they were great. Yeah. So no problem. They get a solid B plus on the, uh, on the interaction. Oh, that's funny. All right, Ariana Grande. Do you know who she is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty hot. Thirty-one. Thirty, close. Okay. Uh, hundred million. Two hundred forty million. Damn. More than Jeter. More than Jeter. All right. Here's another one. I don't know if you're going to know. I okay. think you'll know. Nick Offerman. Oh yeah, uh, okay. from Parks and Recreation. Exactly. Oh, he's great. I'll say he's sixty. Fifty-three. Oh fuck, sorry. <laughs> well, oh, fuck. That mustache. Yeah. You know, kind of funny. Dude, that guy's so funny. Um, sixty million. It's just twenty-five. I didn't expect you to get that one. Okay. Now here's one you might get because you just brought his name up on the show a couple weeks ago. Sean Hayes. Dude, Sean Hayes is great. Uh, I'll say he's. I'll say he's fifty-nine. Fifty-three. Fuck God! What's the matter with me treating these guys? You so don't poorly? do well in the daytime. No, I don't. Like a vampire. <laughs> uh, Dude, that podcast he does is really good. I'll say $85 million. It says $20 million. Oh, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Okay. Five random questions. Okay. This one I think you'll like. If you could go to one more concert again that you've already been to. Oh, I like that. Who would you see? I'd like to see Springsteen. Would I'd you like really? to see him again with the E Street Band because I've seen him, but I haven't seen him with the E Street Band. Of course, Stevie B would be right up there. Uh, I saw Stevie B at Club Iguanas in Tijuana. That was a pretty fun night. <laughs> Not so <laughs> much like... for Stevie B, which was fine. Uh, God, the chicks that were in the crowd that night. God, yeah. ah, this was like, oh my God, it's ready to pass out. So fun. Um, but yeah, it'd be Springsteen with the E Street Band, and hopefully, uh, either Toronto in November or here in December. Maybe at the, I'd rather see him at the Forum than at uh, yeah, Pachanga. That's cool. All right, here we what go. What about for you? That's funny, man. I always say the best concert I ever went to, which I didn't want to go to at the time. My son dragged me along, but it was by far the best one. Shocked me was Jay-Z and You Kanye. said that was great, right? Yeah, it was It was nuts. And we, you know, I told you, we snuck up to the ninth row and we were sitting there for the very beginning, ninth row. And then when he played the song, All the Lights and turned around and all the Kardashians were behind us. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The Kobe and all those guys. Uh, that was fucking nuts. That'd be fun. That was a good time. Um that, yeah, that was that was by far the best concert I've ever been to. Surprised me. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, what grabs your attention when you see a woman for the first time? Uh, eyes and attitude. Which is very funny considering the current week. That's funny you say that. I I would say smile and yeah. and, and uh, attitude. Yeah. Uh, Twenty years ago, what is it, tits? Uh, yeah, that well, that goes without saying. I mean, come on. <laughs> Geekster. Geekster. Yeah, I know. Geekster. She listens to the show. I got it. Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> they baited me. All 
right, here we go. What is your least favorite thing to do, but you have to go because you're invited and you can't get out of it? Uh, no, I got out of it the other night. We had our friend Devin in town. That's not your least favorite thing to do. Well, I hang out with looked, friends. Yeah, hanging out with friends is great. Driving to fucking Eastlake is such a grind. Oh, my God. I, I you do. fucked that kid over. He came all the way from Spokane, well, Washington. Because he let his dumb, dumb friend book the agenda. Yeah. Well, that, she did. Yeah. Not very well, did she? <laughs> not very well. She should be ashamed. Um, Lee's favorite thing. I, I would. I used to say weddings, but that dude, weddings are cool, man. They're fine. I've changed on that one too. I used to hate wedding invitations. Yeah, weddings are cool, man. They're good. I changed on that. Bar mitzvahs number one. Is that right? Fuck, I've never dude. been bar to bar mitzvahs one. and graduations. Fuck, nightmare. Yeah, I try yeah. to get to every graduation I can because it's such a special day it for is. the person. It just takes forever, man, to get that one name out. Yeah, but if I can't go, I get over it pretty quick. <laughs> Who was, um, who was the most negative person you know? Oh, that's great. That is great. I got the, oh, fuck, it's Erica. Mad at everything. Oh, my God. Why did I even hesitate? Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Cute as a button and angry as a hornet. Shut up. Everything's so bad in her world. Pipe down. Ooh, oh for you. It's my friend Dale who gets really upset when Dale he's not in. Great, yeah, but he gets really mad when he's not invited to anything. Then he gets really mad when he is invited and and people expect him to go. Like I he can't that. win. That makes him a win. That's a win for Jesus. him. Oh my god! All right, last question. Do you yeah. think you could be a politician? Uh no, because I have way too many uh, vices. You know me. Yeah, I love heroin. No, I couldn't <laughs> do that. A uh, couple of quick things, quick notes, and then we'll get out of here. Thank you to everybody who came out last Thursday night. Dave, we've talked about Team Jamaica for three weeks. I was given literally no scouting report at all. And to be honest, I thought they'd lose every game like 11 to nothing. Yeah, you've seen cool runnings. I had no idea that yeah. the, the entire team plays D1. It's kind of like the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. So it's not like every member of the team flew here from Jamaica. But they all have uh, Jamaican roots, including the goalie, Nathan McPeak, who has been amazing, and he's from right here, Eastlake High School, and playing at Syracuse. But on Thursday night, we had so much fun. I'm going to try to get Ant. Uh, Gavin and his daughter came out. James Royal and his son came out. Cool. Larry Thomas and his son came out. Erica was there. Jack Cade were there. I was there. I think I said Anthony and Gavin and everybody. Yeah. Uh, our poor friend Kristen Cashow got sent to the wrong location. Jesus. They come out, they play Thursday night, and they win. Yeah. So we're like, well, that's pretty cool. The next day, they're playing uh, Switzerland, and I show up, and who shows up? But Gavin came out. Cool. And they won again. So they beaten, uh, then they beat Poland. Okay. And then today, they crushed New Zealand. So Jamaica, our team, Dave, is now 4-0. and Wow. They won their pool. They advanced to the playoffs. And I don't know. I didn't know a lot about lacrosse, man. That is a really fun sport How to watch. How long does it take for a game to go? Dude, it's amazing. It's perfect for guys like us because it's 15-minute quarters. The clock keeps rolling the entire time. 10 minutes of halftime and then right back at it. Okay. Uh, so what is that? Hour and 10 minutes? Yeah. So you're basically out of there an hour and a half. There's a couple okay. of timeouts. None of this bullshit. 
injuries. Although Saturday night I went to the Wave game. We could talk about that. That was a blast. Way more fun than I would have imagined. Great time out there. But uh, And then just to wrap it. So keep an eye in the paper. Uh, we're taping this Monday afternoon, but Jamaica will play again on Tuesday. Okay. And now they are getting a ton of coverage. And they have said to me a couple of times, thank you to you and Dave That's nice. for being incredibly nice and promoting our team. We hope everybody's having fun. We're glad we're winning. Nicest dudes going. If you see him up at San yeah. Diego State, just mention you know the podcast. But I got to tell you this real quick, and then we'll get out. So she got here Thursday. They win. Thursday night's late, Dave. We got to go get something to eat. We did the San Diego State staple. We went to Woodstocks, got pizza. <laughs> okay. She loved it. How many Good. times have you been in Woodstocks? Dude, honestly, one time, I think. Was one that time. it? Yeah, like one time. Dude. Dude. I was Back in the day, it was square pan pizza. Right. Ten, <laughs> but 1030 at night, uh, she'd flown all day, yeah. uh, starving, jet lag. The team just won into Woodstocks, couple of beers, pizza. It was perfect. Friday, up to Cardiff on the beach, Los Olas. Cool. Incredible. Fish tacos, Good. couple of beers. Loved it. Saturday night, she went to the Wave game with us. So, Cali Comfort. Good. We had Cali Comfort. Loved it. Uh, pulled pork, uh, potato salad. And then last night, so you'll fucking leave me alone. <laughs> we went through Coronado. Yeah. Took her to Coronado. But they were doing concerts in the park. So, Orange Avenue was packed. But I actually took her, of all places, to IB. Oh, we went well. to IB and walked, and we had dinner in the brig. Oh, there you go. Loved nice. it. Perfect. So, uh, but hopefully she wants to come down and see this whole thing. No problem. When, well, can we go Wednesday? I got, I'm going out of town, so we got to oh, go yeah. Wednesday. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be here. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But okay. we'll do a podcast Wednesday, and hopefully uh, Joe can come down and say hi to you. Good deal. All right, man. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys on Wednesday.